Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, so we got the recording started. We're going to begin at 9.02 Eastern Time. We're up live, actually, on Ustream. If you check our Wrestling Mindset Facebook page, um, our group page, my Facebook page, or our Twitter page, you can see the video is up live. We already have people. We have a lot of people on the call. We have a lot of people already watching the video, watching me live here from the top of the Zanetti household. Whatever anyone would like to do, we're going to begin at 9.02 Eastern Time. We want to make sure the feed is going well over here. Tonight we're going to be talking about perfectionism and anxiety and what that has to do with you in the postseason, how that could slow you down, and things you could do to make sure you're bringing out your very best when it means the most, which is all the time since we don't have any special matches. We're going to give it another two minutes. My recommendation would be go on our, our Wrestling Mindset Facebook page or our Twitter page, click the link, see how the video is coming in, see how that looks, Keep it on your phone, and whichever is a little bit more crisp, we'll do it that way. But we're trying to work on something so we have a video, so now you can see it along with um, listening to it on your phone. But you only need to do one or the other. Either, either you'll, you'll have it on your phone or you'll watch it live on Ustream. So it, we're actually live right now, Ustream broad, broadcaster right here. We're going to actually start the recording on this also so anyone could watch this. I'll start the recording at 9.02, so we'll give it another couple seconds, whatever it is. We're at 9.01. Got a lot of people on the call, a lot of people viewing right now. Great, great. We're happy to have you. We're going to be also doing our spiritual strength conference call on the same conference call number and also on the same Ustream page, and that's going to all be done at 10 o'clock Eastern time. 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So in less than an hour, we'll be doing our Z Spiritual Strength Conference call. We strongly recommend you hop on that. Again, we're trying to work it so we have the phone and we have the Internet. We have our Ustream. All right, let's, let's start this recording right here. Recording has begun, and we are live. Welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast wrestling mindset coach bringing you the best available mindset information in wrestling that I believe the world has to offer. And I'm not just being prejudiced because it's our stuff because it really is that in-depth. I haven't seen anyone or anything else out there that really covers this, this material quite like we do. And I'm not bragging. It's just this is our life. I mean, you have our business, but this is also our life. So this is the stuff we're focusing on regularly. This is the stuff that we're putting our heart and soul into. We live this. We've studied the best. And we're continuing to study the best. You know, in life, there's a rule. You're either growing or you're dying. So is a business. So is a tree. So is a person. And it has everything to do with, am I content with where I'm at or am I trying to get better? We're not content. We're always trying to get better. Pushing further and further and getting better every day of our lives. Okay, so wrestling mindset. Who are we? What do we have to offer? Like I said, number one, sports psychology. 
wrestling-specific sports psychology out there in the country, probably anywhere in the world. What we do is one-on-one individual talks with our wrestlers on the phone once a week. We have a number of top-notch mindset coaches, all high-level wrestlers, and what they do is they work with wrestlers once a week um, going through our worksheets, going through our mindset exercises. And that's the big thing. More than just listening to me speak, it's actually doing the mindset exercises, doing the assignments, just like strength training, just like you would lift the weights to get your muscles stronger, just like you would drill the techniques to make yourself um, better technically. You have to be physically doing the mindset exercises by completing these worksheets and these assignments. And that's exactly what our mindset coaches take you through. It's not therapy. It's not counseling. It's, it's, it's mindset training. You have a mindset coach. So that's the key right there. And, and we say all the time, wrestling's about 80% mental, at least 80% mental. Well, why are we not spending 80% of our training time on our mindset? Or a better question even yet is, why are we spending very little if no time on our mindset training? So we got to make sure we're doing that kind of stuff. Wrestling mindset bridges the gap between those percentages right there. If we're saying the sport's 80% mental, we have to put a lot more time on the mindset. Not to say that we don't want to put time on the physical, but we got to put a lot of time into the mental as well. Okay, topic of the night, perfectionism and how it kills performance. My, this is a topic very near and dear to my heart because my thesis was on perfectionism and anxiety in wrestlers. Um, at the TCNJ Summer Wrestling Camp a couple of years ago, I believe it was 2007, 2008, we gave them a survey. We gave all the wrestlers before the tournament a survey on perfectionism and anxiety. And there's, there's six different subscales of perfectionism, three different subscales of anxiety, and I correlated all those things together. What does it mean in plain language? Well, perfectionism, perfectionism was associated with being anxious. The more perfectionistic wrestlers were, the more nervous they got. The more nervous they got, the worse they competed, as you'd probably imagine. doesn't sound like groundbreaking information. The more perfectionistic we are, the more everything has to be right, the more nervous we get, the worse we do in competition. So, you know, we can't have – this time of year, people tend to make the mistake of, you know, they, when they're drilling their moves, they tell themselves, everything has to be just right. I'm perfecting my technique. You probably heard that from a lot of people. I'm perfecting my technique. I hate when people say that because outside of God, outside of, uh, you know, there's no perfect. There's not perfect. This world is not a world of perfect. It's a world of mastery, though. We're not using the word perfection. We're not using the word perfect. We're using the words master and mastery. Is Jordan Burroughs a perfect wrestler? No, but he's a master of wrestling. Is Cale Sanderson a perfect wrestler? No, but he is a master at wrestling. Even Dan Gable, even though he was unscored upon in the Olympics, he was still, guys got to his leg. He got cuts in his head. And, and what does Arnold Schwarzenegger say in the movie Predator? If it bleeds, you can kill it. All right, so Dan Gable, if he bled, you could kill him. So it's not a matter of being perfect. It's a matter of being a master. So let's stop using the words, I'm perfecting my technique. You're cleaning up your technique. You're improving your technique. You're not perfecting anything. Okay? So that's, that's, that's one thing right off the bat, that we don't want to look in terms of perfection. We can get scored on. The beauty of wrestling is it isn't perfect. You could get scored on. You could still come back and win the match. You could get taken down. You get reversed. Heck, you get thrown to your back. You could still always come back. You could win the match. You could pin the guy. Anything can happen in wrestling, and that's a beautiful thing. To me, when there's other sports like, let's say, a, a gymnastics or like a figure skating, one of those sports where you have your routine, and you can't mess up. Anything, any little thing you do wrong is a deduction. In wrestling, it doesn't work like that. I mean, sure, mistakes can kill us, but being preoccupied with making mistakes is going to kill us a lot more. I see many more wrestlers in the, um, after the season's over. They come to me and they say, you know, I was, I was too worried about making mistakes. I wish I didn't think everything had to be just right. That's what I hear. You know what I don't usually hear? Um, I, I wish I would have been... I wish I would have been more perfect, or I wish I wouldn't have. Um, I, w- I wish I, w- I wouldn't have tried more moves. I wish I would have been more conservative, more hesitant, more um, holding back more. No one, no one really says that. People say they want to take more chances. They want to go after it more. So that's the attitude we have to have before the matches even start. Things don't have to be perfect. Things, things have to be good enough. Okay, and I, I don't mean to. I know the quote 
Good is the enemy of great. I'm not saying don't strive for greatness. We always want to strive for greatness. That's an important thing, but not perfect. Not perfect. The more um, perfectionistic we are, the more nervous we get, the more nervous we get, the worse we do in competition. And again, all those results were backed up in my, in my thesis when I was going to my master's degree. That was back when I was um, an assistant coach over at Springfield College and um, simultaneously getting that master's degree in exercise science and sports psychology. So it's something we have to take serious. And going back to the talk that we had last week about, um, about parents and how parents can hurt the kids in the postseason, two of the six subscales of perfectionism, remember I said before there were six subscales of perfectionism? I'll read them off to you now. Well, I won't read them off. I remember them. There's um, personal standards. That was a good thing. Having high personal standards was a good thing. Organization, that was a good thing also. Here were the ones that were the bad ones. Doubts about actions. Concern over mistakes. That's a big one. A subscale perfectionism was concern over mistakes that had a high correlation with getting nervous. So the people thinking every little thing had to be just right. And what we talked about last week, those two things, parental expectations and parental criticism. And this, and now this doesn't necessarily mean the parent was putting too much pressure on the kid. What it means is the kid perceived the kid thought the, per- the parent was putting too much pressure on them. High parental, too high parental expectation, too high parental criticism meant greater perfectionism, meant more anxiety, meant to worse performance in matches. So the stuff we're giving you, this is all, and, and my thesis here, this was published actually in the International Journal of Wrestling Science. I was contacted by, by someone there that they wanted to put my, the abstract of my thesis into that journal of wrestling science. If you haven't, if you don't have a subscription to that, that's something you really want to get your hands on. That's all the best wrestling-specific um, scientific articles done around the world. I mean, I had to translate some of those articles from from Russian, from Arabic. You know, Iran, it's the Arabic country, um, Russian, all different, all different languages. So, I was, I was, you know, very blessed to have my thesis published actually in that International Journal of Wrestling Science. They felt it was important enough that, hey. This is something we got to take a look at. The more perfectionistic wrestlers are, the more anxious they're getting, the worse they're competing out there on the mat. So that's added to all the scientific literature in the world on the sport of wrestling. So this information's out there, and it's our job as the mindset coach to find it and to bring it to you. And not only bring it to you, but bring it to you in a way that you can understand it, a way that's simple, a way that you can apply it. So that's what we're all about doing. Our business is all about finding the best wrestling information out there, especially when it comes to mindset. But anyone who's followed us knows we also talk about, obviously, nutrition and strength training and all these things. But our main focus is mindset. We find the best information out there, and we bring it to you in a very practical, down-to-earth, simple way. So when everyone else this year, all your opponents are thinking, everything has to be just right. I'm not going to shoot until I get the perfect time, until, it's, until the setup is perfect. Well, guess what? There's no perfect time to shoot. Good enough has got to be good enough. When it looks good, you got to go. And sometimes that means you're going to miss it. And that's okay. If you miss it, that's all right. Because at least you're trying. At least you're going after it. Like I said, way more people are going to regret not going for it than people who are going to regret over-pursuing. Yeah, you might make some careless mistakes every now and then. Yeah, you might, you know, you might wrestle a little bit sloppy. And I'm, I'm not saying that's what we're trying to do, but I would rather you wrestle sloppy and be aggressive than to be 100% crisp and clean and, and not aggressive. We had a wrestler in my high school team. He was, he was actually a very good technician, but he, he moved in slow motion, very rarely took a chance out there, and lo and behold, he didn't have very much success. And it wasn't because he wasn't a good wrestler. It was because he lacked that killer instinct he lacked that attitude to pull the trigger out there, to have the attitude, I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at you. Here I come whether you like it or not. Every one of Jordan Burroughs' blast double leg takedowns are not completely crisp. He doesn't always take a, a perfect shot. Sometimes his head's down. Sometimes he's a little too far extended. But what does Jordan Burroughs do? He keeps going. He keeps pushing himself. He goes all the way through, and he keeps driving his legs, and he eventually gets the takedown. It's not always because it's perfect technique. It's not. Watch some of the videos. Watch a lot of the Iranians. They get caught in head-down shots. They wrap their arms around the leg, 
And what happens, eventually they come out from it and they score. Why? Because they don't stop. They don't expect it to be perfect. In America, we get in on the leg, someone sprawls, we get extended, and what happens? We think, ah, I'll wait for a stalemate. Who's guilty of that? Say I. I, I'll put two hands up. It can't be like that. We cannot wait for the absolute perfect moment. We can't wait for the absolute perfect opportunity. Good enough's got to be good enough, and you've got to throw the kitchen sink at people. So let's put perfectionism to the side. You're not going to have a perfect moment. You're not going to have a perfect setup. Things are never going to be just right. But you've got to pull the trigger. You can't let that stop you from pulling the trigger. And as we said, so that concern of mista- over mistakes is what's really going to kill us. Our doubts about our actions and our concern over mistakes, those are two things in perfectionism that really kill you. And again, like we said last week, parental criticism and parental expectations, especially this time of year, if your kid even perceives that you're putting too much pressure on them, it's going to usually lead to worse performances out there on that. So please be aware of that and make sure you, know, you act accordingly. Use those tips. Check out that podcast that we had last week, and um, let's not make it about things being perfect. Okay, let's make it about aggressiveness, opening up, pulling the trigger. That is the number one regret people have after the season. I know. I talk to a lot of these people. I talk to a lot of these teams. You know, we're, um, this Wednesday we'll be working with the um, U.S. Women's Olympic team, getting them ready for Rio this year coming up. We talk to some of the best colleges in the country. We have for the past couple of years now. You know, Division II national champion, St. Cloud State, um, several teams in the Big Ten with Michigan, Maryland, Rutgers. And it's just you start to see these trends that people are struggling with the same things and people have the same regrets. And usually it's, you know, we regret not pulling the trigger, wrestling too cautious, too, too conservative. Everything has to be just right. Let's not make that mistake. It's not about perfectionism. It's not about being perfect. It's about being a master. And when the shot looks good, take it. When you get your hold on top, go for it. If you get reversed, if you get taken down, so what? Just get right back up. But it's when we have that perfectionistic attitude. Everything has to be just right. And as soon as you get taken down, as soon as you get scored on, we mentally break because we have this vision. Everything has to go perfect. Well, newsflash, you very rarely wrestle a perfect match, if ever. I don't even think you do ever wrestle a perfect match. There's always something you could do that was could have been a little bit better or a little bit faster, right, or a little bit more technically sound. So let's stop shooting for that perfectionism and let's strive to become masters. All right, anyone who has any questions, you could press star one right now on our conference call and I'll answer them. We have a solid group right here, 35, 35 people. That's just on the Ustream alone. And I know we had about 60 people on the conference call last week, so there's a lot of people calling in. Again, our spiritual strength conference call, that's going to be at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So in less than 45 minutes, we're going to be um, having our weekly spiritual strength conference call that we do, uh, simple things we could all be doing and getting closer to God. Like I said, all this stuff doesn't mean anything if we're not, if we're not properly spiritual formed, spiritually formed. That's got to be the top priority. If you look at it as a pyramid, you have spirit on the bottom, mind in the middle, and then body on the top. And it has to be in that order. We can never be we can never be body more important than the mind or more important than the spirit. It's it's got to be spirit, mind, and body. That's our foundation. So that's why we include it. I can't help wrestlers now. When you, you you ask me about with my expertise, do you want me to give you my very best or do you want me to give you a little bit less than my best? You probably want my best. I don't know any way to give you my best other than including the spiritual element. If I don't include the spirit, if I don't include God guess what? I'm not helping you as much as I could possibly help you. So that's why we cover those things. And I just wanted to make that clear why it is that we cover the spirit. And, um, you know, that talking about God these days is sometimes a taboo thing, which is ridiculous because that's the main thing that really matters. And um, if you want my best, that's the, that's the only way I could give you my best is if I include the spirit. So if we're not, we're composite human beings, we're multidimensional people and we have the spirit, we have a mind, we have a body. If I don't address all of them to you, I'm, I, I, can never be, I can never max out as a mindset coach. I can never give you my very best. So that's why we include all three of those things. Any questions? Yeah, I got a question. Yes. Uh, what do you think about, like, 
uh, in terms of perfectionism, like superstitious things like um, eating the same foods every day or, or dressing in the same clothes for every competition, um, those kind of like little superstitious things that you want those things to be like right for your competitions. Yeah. Okay, so the question is for our Ustream uh, watchers, because they can't hear that, is what about superstitions? Having to wear the same clothes, um, you know, eat the same things, those, you know, making sure that we're, we're doing things um, the same way all the time. And this is something we address head on. One of our first worksheets, we have a wrestling mindset, addressing superstitions. Very important that we break free of those. Why? Because it's, it's a false superstition. Let's call it what it is. It's a false idol. It's it's we're giving we're giving an item or we're giving a routine or we're giving something um, power that that rightly belongs to God and and to ourselves. So if we're thinking too much about you know I have to do all the same things now this is very different than having a pre match routine. You should have a pre match routine where you do the same things over and over, not as a superstition but as a way of keeping yourself consistent. So that's not what we're talking about with superstition. But the, if the anklet has to be on the same side all the time. You have to have a certain headgear. That's something we definitely want to break free from because what happens when the head, if the headgear breaks? What happens if you forgot your shoes? I mean, all kinds of things can happen. And if we have those superstitions, um, that could totally derail us. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in our program, Wrestling Minds, that we, we want to break those, we want to break those um, superstitions because what are they really? But it's a, it's a false crutch. It's um, something we're falling back on that's not ourself or God making it an idol. So, so do you think, do you think yeah. you're better off like just dressing totally differently every time or I mean if you have something you if as far as dress is concerned if there's a different if if you're comfortable dressing a certain way that's fine. There's nothing wrong with dressing that way all the time. What I would say though is you um you don't want it to be at a point where it's a superstition. Like you don't have to wear those lucky boxer briefs. You don't have to wear those lucky um socks. There's a big difference between that and for me, I did. I like to wear um, black boxer briefs. I liked wearing black socks. I liked wearing a black shirt. I just, I just thought it looked more dominant. I liked the way I looked in it. Um, it wasn't a superstition, though. I mean, I, f- I felt like I would, you know, if I was wearing white, I would have wrestled just fine. I just, I liked wearing it, you know. Nothing wrong with having that preference. But if it borders on superstition, I would try to break it. Because, again, when, when life comes at you and different things pop up that you don't have control over, that could hurt you. All right. Good question, though. And that's definitely one of the things we show people different ways to break these superstitions. That's all during um, our. That would be under self. Not for anyone who's doing our program. That would be the worksheet of self knowledge week six, where we smash stereotypes and smashing superstitions. Both stereotypes and superstitions. We see that a lot in wrestling and in sports in general, and um, definitely something we want to get rid of. So another another great reason why you want to. Now, you and anyone else in the school want to give it a real look doing our um, doing one of our individual programs. You can check out WrestlingMindset.com um, because we do address those things head on, and there are techniques to break free of um, break those chains of stereotypes and superstitions. And a lot of us have them. Let's face it. So we got to just do those exercises, those mindset assignments. Good, good question. What else do we have? I'll talk for two more. So we, I see we still have a lot of callers on. We still have um, our people on Ustream. Exciting broadcast right here. Hey, yes. What's that? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear that. Hello? Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. Hey, I was just saying, like, I have a really hard time with giving opponents too much respect. <laughs> okay, give, okay, giving opponents too much respect. And, and that's a common thing. We see that a lot also. And um, that would be we, we have under our relaxing under pressure. Well, it's, it's, we have that for under our present moment for um, getting involved in the hype. So that's our worksheet. That would be our worksheet week one under present moment for any of our wrestlers doing our program. Make sure you take a look at present moment week one for this one. But um, a lot of times it's getting involved in the hype. What did the guy accomplish last year? Who is he? Who did he beat? Uh, what's he seeded? What happened the last time we wrestled? And the big thing is, like I said, this is all found in our present moment worksheet because we know that that's not being in the present moment. 
being in the present moment isn't thinking about who the other person is. It's thinking about what we're going to accomplish while we're out there. And I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about controlling the three things within our control, our effort, our attitude, and our aggressiveness. So um, if we're putting our opponent on a pedestal, it's, it's we're not staying in the present moment. We've got to focus on things within our control, not who the other guy is. Like I said, anyone who's on the call is in our program. Make sure you take a look at present moment week one for, for this. In fact, as we go through these calls now, we get different questions. I'm going to start referring to those worksheets that you could be looking at for, this, um, for the answers for a lot of these things. Well, for, not for the answers, for the exercise. Because it's more than just me giving these answers on the phone. It's actually doing those assignments that are relevant to these, um, to these topics that are coming up here. So like, like you said, buddy, about um, giving an opponent too much respect, he can't bring his medals with him on the mat. If he's defending state champ, defending national champ, he can't walk out of the mat with those medals or those trophies. He's got to come to the mat, you know, just like you, in a singlet, headgear, wrestling shoes. So, you know, anyone can be beat. Anyone can be beat. And if we're, if we're still too caught up in who the other guy is, it's because we're getting caught up in the hype and that fan mentality. You know, we don't care what he's done before. We don't care who he's beaten, if he's beaten us, or if we've beaten him. It's just we're all, we're all humans. You know, so we can't give anyone too much respect or too little respect. One of the top things I hear after the match is, um, I, oh, man, I, I could have beat that kid. We wrestle some, a lot of our wrestlers, they wrestle someone who um, was very good. They gave him too much respect, and at the end of the match, I, I, now I know I could beat that kid. Well, why do we wait to get that attitude until after the match? Why don't we ha- walk on to the mat with that attitude? So, again, we've got to stop caring who the other guy is. And remember this, at a lot of your wrestling clubs, at a lot of your practices, you're wrestling very good people. You're wrestling your coaches, people who have greater credentials sometimes than your opponents, right? A lot of times in, in practice at our club, or, you know, we're wrestling our coaches, teammates, uh, clubmates who have much better credentials than the people we're wrestling in a match. We don't put our friends on the pedestal. We don't put our coaches on the pedestal. We just go after them. So why not have the same attitude with these guys? So, I, like I said, it's probably getting too caught up in that fan mentality. And for our, our mindset clients, make sure you check out Present Moment Week 1 for, the, for, this, um, for this exercise to um, smash the fan mentality. Good question. Do we have another question? Really good stuff we're getting here. Hello. Hey. Hey, um, uh, if nobody else has one, can I can I ask another one? Sure, sure. Um, like, uh, what about um, is there anything to like being too hesitant? Like, what moves I know I can hit, and you know, I just I second guess myself all the time. And it, and it hurts me, you know. It cost me a lot of the times in matches. <laughs> okay, so this is um, focus. So it's we're we're thinking too much about we're holding ourselves back too much, is what you're exactly, saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, we're holding ourselves back too much when we know we could hit the move. All right, and for and for anyone again doing our program, we're going to want to refer to worksheets Clarity Weeks One, Two, and Three for these specific exercises. That's going to be the um the exercises you fill out to improve this area. But um, some simple things I could tell you offhand is is just number one, focusing on your technique, focusing on don't don't focus on who the opponent is. We're probably thinking about the other person too much. That's really what it is. You got to get some clarity, which is why <laughs> you could find these topics under our clarity worksheet. We have to have a clear image of what we're going to do on neutral top and bottom. Uh, also, our our wrestlers, our mindset, um, our people involved in the mindset program refer to self knowledge week three which has all of our best moves from every different situation. So we have our list of of all of our different wrestling situations we could be in. We know how we're going to respond to all those situations. And then in Clarity uh, Weeks 1, 2, and 3, we have our phrase that we can use. And also our um, we have our phrase and we also have the image that we're going to have in our head to make sure that we're um, – that we're firing on all cylinders and we don't hesitate. We have our focal points, the things that we're focusing on exactly, so we're not getting caught up too much in um, who the other person is or, or what else is going on. So like I said, it's, it's probably thinking too much about the other guy and um, holding ourselves back. Instead, we've got to focus more on the technique. Focus on the, on the move you want to hit and know which moves you're going to hit when you're in these different situations. So, in other words, you should have all these situations planned out. If a guy collar ties you, what are you going to do? And um, if, if a guy throws a leg in on top, what do you do? 
if, if someone gets to their feet, what's your mat return? So with our, with our program, we plan out all these different areas. We have them all written down. We organize this for all of our wrestlers. It's all written down on paper. You go through, you go through each one of those situations, and um, you make sure you have a plan for what you're going to do. And then the visualization, which would be under confidence week five, we want you to visualize yourself hitting these moves in match situations. Or um, not just that, but also watching the highlight videos that we talk about, making your own personal highlight video in these situations. So um, I hope that makes sense. So wrestlers doing, the, doing our program already, this, this um, putting, in a, putting our opponent or hesitating on our shots, you defer to self-knowledge week three, clarity week one, two, and three, and also confidence week five. Those worksheets will give you the exercises to um, handle these situations right here. All right, solid. Good questions. Good questions there. One more, maybe? We have time for one more? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to help, buddy. Yeah, I got one more question. All right. Uh, How would you say, with the postseason being here and everything, uh, how do you, how to avoid getting sucked into the hype when you're say you're in a finals match or something and you've got all the cameras and the 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 uh, lights on the mat and everything? How do you avoid getting sucked into the hype and kind of just making it like any other match? All right. So how do we not get caught in the hype? How do we not get sucked into the hype? How do we treat it just like any other match? Okay. So for the the wrestlers in the mindset program looking to do looking for the answers for this. This would be under relaxing under pressure, week three, identifying pressure factors. So anyone doing a wrestling mindset program, it's relaxing under pressure, week three of your worksheets. So um, simple thing is just knowing what you're, what's making you nervous and having a plan for how, how to deal with this. And that's, that's what, that, what this worksheet's all geared towards, is having a plan for what are the things that, like you said, the bright lights. So how do you deal with the bright lights? What would you what would you focus on when you see those bright lights? What do you tell yourself in that moment? Um, seeing the, maybe the brackets, maybe looking at the brackets make you nervous. So how do you deal with that? Maybe not looking at the brackets. Maybe just um, only looking at the match in front of you. Who's the person that you're wrestling right away? Is it having other people's parents around or or um, a lot of eyes watching you? How do you deal with the crowd? What do you tell yourself? So big thing is having a plan for number one. List off all the things that make you nervous. And then two is write up a plan for how you're going to deal with it in that moment. See, right now it's it's Monday evening. We have time to sit quietly and think about it. You have time to mentally rehearse these things between now and then. So we got to use our time optimally. Just like you drill your takedowns, you take time to drill your takedowns. You take time to do push-ups and pull-ups. You take time to run. We have to take time to think. And that's exactly why we made our, our wrestling mindset program the way we did. We need to take time to go through these mindset exercises, go through these worksheets, sit down and, and, and go through these step by step so you have a plan how to handle all these things. So identify those pressure factors, buddy. That's the big thing. And then have a plan on how to deal with it. That's the big thing. All right. So a lot of great questions tonight. Really thankful everyone called and um, is involved in this call. Really, you know, if you, if you like what you're hearing here, if you think you want some more of it and you want to really take your mindset to the next level, make sure you look at our website, wrestlingmindset.com. There we have a free trial. We offer a free trial for anyone who's serious about possibly joining. Make sure you take advantage of that. If you have any questions, please email us at wrestlingmindset at gmail.com. If you like our Mindset Monday calls, tell friends, coaches, teammates, family. Uh, the more people in your life that are listening to the information that you're listening to, the smoother things are going to be for you. Because you might be focusing on the mindset stuff, but maybe your parents aren't. Maybe your teammates aren't. Maybe your coaches aren't. If you get other people involved, now everyone starts speaking the same language. And now you're a well-oiled machine out there. So that's what we want to do. Make sure you, make sure you take time and pass the word along. Again, if you're interested in the free trial session, WrestlingMindset.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Easily our most underutilized media is our YouTube page. You should be using our YouTube page. Subscribe to Wrestling Mindset on YouTube. And on there, we have great playlists. It's a championship video library that we used to make that people used to have to pay for. Now it's available for free. We have a strength training section. We have a, um, um, a section on great wrestling matches from a mindset point of view. And we also have, um, what else? There's something else on there. There's a lot of, oh, and technique. Technique is another area that we have. Some of the best wrestling techniques we found 
uh, again, this is our life. We focus on this all the time, and we literally are thinking about all the time how to make how to make you better on the mat, in the classroom, most importantly in life, better people, which is why, again, we constantly emphasize spirit, mind, and body. You have to be all three. You can't be the total package if you're missing one of those things. You have to be the total package spiritually, mentally, and physically. If you do that, your opponents eventually aren't going to be able to keep up with you. And more important, we're all going to end up in the same place when we die, which is the most important. That being said, our spiritual strength call will be at 10 p.m. Eastern time. That will be in less than a half hour. We're going to be doing this on the same Ustream broadcaster. We're going to be doing this on the same conference call. We thank you for calling up Mindset Monday tonight, and we'll see you in less than a half hour. Take care, everyone.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 